Hi, this is Track Changes, the official podcast of Postlight, a digital product studio at 101 Fifth Avenue in New York City. We build your apps, we build your web platforms, and your responsive web applications. We're good at all of it. React, React Native, design. And then some. Oh my goodness. There's my co-founder, Rich Ziotti. You didn't say your name. Well, everybody knows my name. I'm Paul Ford, the other co-founder. Bo, 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 bo. <laughs> Why wasn't I consulted? Uh, all right, so look, let's talk about LinkedIn. All right, listen. This is going to be a more constructive. This is like our third podcast about LinkedIn. No, we were, I think we bitch on occasion. We inside. were walking into the podcast studio and we're getting so upset about LinkedIn again yeah. that we decided to just give up and go and for it. Just go through the therapy, man. Here's the thing as a product company, LinkedIn is a remarkable affront to everything that we care about and believe in. And not, and also, and, and, you know, and, yeah. There's that. That's the. It's multi-dimensional. It works. Right? It works. It's multi-dimensional. It's that uncle, right? He's he comes to Thanksgiving. He gets drunk and he says offensive things, but honestly, without him, it's such a bore. That's true. You end I up mean, talking about the stuffing the whole time. That's true. There could be many things that are worse than LinkedIn that could fill in the LinkedIn hole. Right. If there wasn't a LinkedIn, so there is there is a path, and that's what we're going to talk about. All right. Let's talk about that. All right, so some acquisitions are not mom and pop shop getting acquired by big tech shop. Or service that's been going on for a while needs to come to an end because there's just not a good path forward. Yeah, and there's a little bit of value left and and you know, the the bankers or whoever the hell decides to shove it into a bigger company. Mm-hmm. Every so often it's a monster eating another littler monster. Right. And that happened recently with LinkedIn. Oh, Microsoft bought LinkedIn. Microsoft bought LinkedIn. And there were all kinds of theories as to why the hell Microsoft would buy LinkedIn. I've heard really funny ones too. Like, it's so your auto suggest in Outlook is the whole world. <laughs> no, I've, the reality is some. I've heard this theory. But this is some of that's real. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, no, there are depths. That's terrifying, and that's another podcast. No, this was the plan, because Microsoft likes to think of everything as a giant global system that will span 50 years, right? <laughs> so they're like, let's get LinkedIn. It'll give us a global address book that we can plug in via API anywhere, and you'll be able to like have LinkedIn data in your Word docs, and you can like- What does that even mean? Wow, you know, you type somebody's LinkedIn account, and it could expand and embed that LinkedIn account. That doesn't make any sense. And then you can share that around for like interesting employees that we should review. Share what around? That Word doc that has embedded LinkedIn. <laughs> What's sorry. the LinkedIn it's, data? I don't know. Dude. What LinkedIn it's, information it's are you so talking bad. about? You know what I've been doing it's LinkedIn? It's utter Hold nonsense. On. You know what I've been doing recently? I said yes to too many people on LinkedIn. Yeah. And so what's happened- Me too, by the way. But here's the thing. It isn't just like that number goes up in a linear way. What happens is you say yes to too many like social network connector types. Mm-hmm. And then all the other people who want to be social network connectors mm-hmm. are their friends and start to go shopping or probably in some automated way for you. Okay, so you're in the web. Oh, so you're just, just like, yeah. it's like five a day, 10 a day. Yeah, it's a shit the- show. So I get these and it'll be like either like someone from an Eastern European JavaScript shop. Which is useful. Maybe. At times. Uh, or someone from uh, who's just like social media influencer ready to help you right. but what i see it what you see is knows 18 other connections that's the danger that's right so what i've started to do and it's actually worth doing i go in and i bring up all 18 connections you have the time for that shit it's worth it and then i'm I unf- not even doing it I, it takes a it takes about 3 seconds to unconnect from someone on linkedin 
I can't do I can't link. When it's I it. click in to LinkedIn. It's a minute. It's a minute. But what happens is it kills all the other ones. Like I'm sending out this signal that you can add me to your network and somehow get something out of that. Right. And I'll be one of the 8,000 or 5,000 maximum people that you can connect with on LinkedIn in order to prove that you're some kind of networker. Uh huh. But that is actually, that's like 30% of my LinkedIn. If you kill all the ones who bring them in, you kill the virus. Interesting. So but it's, you got to do that every time. No, because I'm slowly killing the virus, right? So, like, I'm connected to 18 people, kill all 18. Suddenly I'm getting, because but of. But you've kept the one you connected with. No, I kill them. I don't connect with oh, them. Oh, so you're just cleaning house. I'm cleaning house, but the way I'm doing it is I'm, I'm looking at who brought them in and who they're connected to I because see. there's a whole vat of like nonsense networky types who, yeah. who are just like 30% of my LinkedIn is just pure like, hey, yeah. Paul, you seem like you might. Here's the killer feature, dude. Some LinkedIn connections are actual, genuine, sincere humans. I may want to connect with. The rest are spam. They are human spam. They're human they, spam. The spam feature. Now, that sounds mean because spam is a canned meat, but they are s- human spam. Well, and they don't, they don't, it's a, it's they don't wish you any well. I mean, if they're not like, No, hey. they're just fanning out. There's probably a tool that's just, you know, searching against internet, web, whatever, like the criteria. Well, here's what's blast. happened is that Joe Networker, got in touch with Sue Networker and said, I want to add you because he's doing some networking. And Sue Networker then looked through every single one of Joe's contacts and said, oh, I'll just reach out. Why not? To all of them. All 700 of them. Or she sorted them by some sort of, you know, and is going from the top to the bottom. Yep. You get caught in that web. And then if you say yes to Sue, now you're doubly screwed. Yeah. So what you got to do is just like, yeah, you have to kill the spam. Uh, You see, I don't have the energy to do that. I don't care. LinkedIn for me is just a... An LSD fueled wasteland. It it's is, like a it's like a uh, a music festival. What would you do if if I gave you LinkedIn? What would you do? I I just would I would stare at things a little bit and then leave. <laughs> you would just shut it down. No, I just, just close leave, it. Just close sometimes it. I'm like, okay. No, but I mean, John I, Smith if, emailed me this. If, if a, I gave uh, you the product and I said fix this. Uh, oh, first first step. Here's why it happens. The reason is how it happens is that sentence that they've created. Joe Williams wants to connect with you. This is funny because usually you're very platform focused, but in this case, it's UX. Absolutely. Because when I usually talk, people don't know this, but when we talk, Rich is a good platform thinker. Like if you say to Rich, how do I solve this thing for 100 million people and I have the, you know, blah, blah, blah. I enjoy that puzzle. You start to think, yeah, you're like, well, you're going to have the cloud computer and here and I'll need these engineers. And like, that's one of the things you do. For you to drill in on a single UX element is actually quite unusual. It's brilliant. What they did was brilliant, which is in my mind, Joe Williams walked up to my desk and put his hand out. Hey, Rich. I'm Joe Williams. Well, I just started here at, in the in the cloud, and I'd like to connect with you. Dude, they latched a verb, not any verb. Want, wanted to right. connect with you. Right. Hey, hey. Joe Williams wanted like to he to, like he met you at a party. Yes, and so somebody and, and at a party, and it's annoying, and people want to meet, and I'm not. I, I I'm I'm a little antisocial, even though I I don't mind talking to crowds. That's because none of them are, are one collective human being. But 
I just don't, you know, well, you know what I'm it, not the most here, social person at parties. Here's the problem. At a party, somebody gives you your business card, and you're like, okay, now we're in a position where we may or may not have a relationship. Right. On LinkedIn, somebody gives you your business card, and that business card now is in the corner of your eye for the rest of your life. No, they follow you home. Yeah. Like, the business card grows little legs. Yeah. And chases after you yeah. everywhere you go. Absolutely. Here's one way to solve it. I think if you make it even more awkward and imposing, it would be more difficult to say accept. For example, Joe Williams wants to fall into your arms. <laughs> Joe Williams has the answer. Joe Williams wants to be in your dreams. Right. And now I'm pausing. Oh, boy. I was like, Joe. That's a lot, buddy. Joe. Let's step back a second yeah, here. Yeah, hold on. And and maybe Joe, by the way, will hesitate before yeah. he spams me because but, nobody wants to fall into my no. hairy Lebanese arms. Yeah, because you're just – but I mean that's the thing. You're on the other side of that. You're like, I was just looking for homeowner's insurance. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So maybe like what they did was they hijacked a social tool. If there was truth in advertising, what they would do is add comma for a lifetime. <laughs> right? right, exactly. Joe Williams wants to network with exactly. you, comma, for a lifetime. Exactly. And then you're like, well, that's a long time for Joe. You have like a four-second window there where you're like, oh, okay, I'll let him in. Yeah, I cannot teach, do it. No, I, and they teach you not to think about what that will mean. No. I have no idea. First off, they hang. Yeah. If you, if I, It's literally Joe put his hand out with his business card, and I didn't take it. Yeah. I didn't accept, okay? Three weeks later... I turn around. I wait. I, I leave my front door. I go through my front door, going to work, and there's Joe standing Still there. Still standing there. With his hand with out. With a sad face. With a sad face, wet from the rain. Yeah. Still holding out a and business he, And then card. you see his little bio, and it's like creating opportunity through agile <laughs> and scrum management. You're just like, what? <laughs> well, at that point. So I've every so often logged into LinkedIn, and they've got you know another marker that pulls you in, which is the inbox little red circle. Yeah, it's So they one. see like inbox little and you open it it's not like people saying hey rich how have you been it's joe he's still sitting there Mm. along with 11 other people hey you want some good linkedin gossip yeah apparently uh i heard this from somebody who i trust very much who's looking for a job and they started talking to some headhunters not in a different industry by the way i have paul i have the name for this podcast what's the name stinked in Ah, it's great. It's strong. Um, I have the logo too, but I'm not going to draw it. Okay, that's good. So look, a friend of mine um, who is looking for a job talked to a headhunter and they were told this, leave LinkedIn open in your browser because people are, are prioritizing. LinkedIn has this new feature where it's like, who's on right now? That's f- crazy. And if you can hit them up with chat and communicate with them directly, that's a very powerful signal. Okay, let's stick with the Joe metaphor. Yeah. Joe is standing outside my window because he saw the lights on in the living room. That's right. He's li- I'm like, what? what's that shadow? Except in this case, everybody wants that. Everybody's like, hey, Joe, Joe. Yeah. Look at me. Waving yeah. out the window. <laughs> right. By the way, he's, he's naked. Okay. So here's my problem with LinkedIn. So first of all, human spam, if you just added comma for a lifetime. Yeah. I like <laughs> falls into his, your arms. Also terrible, right? Here's the other thing. I don't, it's so much stuff. Oh, it's You log in, you're like, I don't know what this is. It wasn't yeah. here before. I yeah. don't know where I am. If you ever see the movie Dark City where they just rearrange the city every night? <laughs> I have not. But it's like that. I, it's I'm like, getting what you're saying. Yeah, like the aliens just, I, I think it's, spoiler, spoiler, yeah. sorry, everybody. 
Um, but the, you're just like, what, what? where do I live? This is not my street. Yeah, exactly. And I think that is, for all of its many flaws and the things that it did to our culture, I always know kind of where I am on Twitter. Yeah. Even on Facebook. Facebook is, again, no, like that it, fire hose, but I know well, where I live. Well, that's important, actually, for the experience, right? But I wake up on LinkedIn, and it's just like, am I in Chicago? It's one of its tactics, disorientation. Am I on a boat? Is, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. It's, I don't know what I'm looking and at. I don't know. All I know is there's that little thing on the top right that tells me people are like, you know, I can click on a little silhouette. And, yeah. But other than that, man, it's holy a Holy cow. I'll tell you what I use it for. I slip into incognito because I don't need somebody saying, hey, Joe, Rich opened the window slightly and was looking at you. Do you know this feature? Yeah. If you're looking at someone else's profile. I've turned off all that stuff. See, that's a, that's a piece. That's a pro tip to our listeners. You can turn off someone is, uh, by the way, let's continue to fix the language. Someone is gawking at you. Yeah. So you know what we should create, Paul? A Chrome extension that tweaks the language on LinkedIn. Ooh, this is a nice idea. We will give anyone, any one of our listeners, $100 if you create this Chrome extension. That is true. And we will reference you in a Medium post. That's right. That's an actual offer. That's true. I have no doubt I would do that. 100%. And we'll give you the, the replacement. So Joe has been gawking at you. All right. Let's start, let's start over for a sec here. What would be a good work-based social network? Um, like, this is bad. This is bad. And I actually, like, part of it is culture's fault and business culture's fault and the sort of, like, I'm an innovative social outreach expert. Well, it's sales. Right. LinkedIn is a sales Middle tool. management and sales. And there's a, there's a sales That's listener. true. And no, nobody goes there for, like, graphic designers. They go, there's lots of other places to go. It has, like, I think it has, like, recruiting... You know, I think it has features and for pay features that are for recruiting. If it does. I'm not mistaken. 100%. Okay. But I think it is it is a salesperson's best friend. True. I and I think it's also, um, it's where middle management manages their careers. So you said that and it sounds insulting. No. What you're saying right now. But I've uh, been middle management. Middle management yeah. is a real thing where you're just, you're not running the company. You have a team or you yeah. have a, a portfolio right. of responsibilities. There's got to be a better name for that. Leadership. Okay. But let's say you are VP of marketing. All right. That you sounds are, better. You are going to be at on LinkedIn. You're going to be on LinkedIn. And yeah. your next job could very well come from LinkedIn. Like, w- it's great to make fun of it, but we should remember, like, it is driving and has insights about a vast portion of the global economy. Well, look, if you're not selling something, you probably care about your LinkedIn portfolio. I think mine is fairly buttoned up. And it's important to you because there is that network inside of the LinkedIn shit network is a real network of people who genuinely want to show off and share what their careers are and what they've achieved with other people who no, are not selling something. I did the same thing. I updated mine. It's uh, it's meaningful. I mean, we've been we've been pissing on LinkedIn the whole time here. No, but, no, no. But it's significant. And but, I think when people are curious as to like who they're going to work with when they hire Postlight. Yeah. It comes up a lot. Yeah. I think people are poking around to see what you know who are the founders, and when we send people on the projects, they go and they search yeah. for who those people are. And but the real issue, the thing that's polluted LinkedIn. When I connect with someone, I actually want to go have coffee with. I go to the coffee shop, and I sit down. It's like, gosh, Sally, it's really nice to see. Nice to see you. But then I peer over her shoulder, and guess who's sitting there? 
Joe. Joe. He's right there. And that's the issue, right? They, you know the other, is, the other I, issue. I would pay for, I would pay good money for LinkedIn uh, HyperConnect, which essentially just keeps the connections that are not trying to sell, do not blast LinkedIn. Right. If you give me that, that is the holy grail. That is truly a professional network because LinkedIn, which I think advertises right, itself the people as a who log in and post less than once a month, right? Yeah, they're just people who are looking to hire someone and they want a little more information about them. People who are looking for work and want to understand if they should work for that person. People who are search or about to interview someone and they want to take a look at their LinkedIn beforehand. You know what would be huge is that. An enormous number of jobs are very deliverable focused. What kind of work can you do? Right. And many, many roles have, to the point that we at this company, we have, we have people do some sample tasks. We try to keep them very time constrained, but we have engineers do some programming exercises. We have yeah. um, you know, designers do a quick take home. I think we're the exception here, but yes. We are, but we, it, it's more and more common. It's actually, we're not just, okay. there, there's a lot of places that do this it, because what it does is it gets you away from like whiteboards where people are like implement quick sort or just right. whatever. So what would be amazing, LinkedIn is a terrible showcase for work probably because of its middle management roots. You're VP of marketing. You have these five points on your resume, but you never really see anything that person did. No portfolios in LinkedIn. As no. far as, by the way, we're well, making a bunch of no, assumptions. No, no, no. You can do stuff. Like I've put up things I've written and so on and so forth. But it is a portfolio and your the, your work product is a second It's usually system. a link elsewhere, right? It's not. What I would love, and I think that people who are coming towards, towards us would, would love too, right? We're asking people to do a little bit of labor to prove that they can do their stuff uh-huh. that they say they can do on their resume. We need that because otherwise it's just very hard to figure out what's real and what's not. Mm-hmm. If there were a set of like regular tests, like if LinkedIn was like, here, solve this little problem. You say you're a product manager. Well, lots of product managers can solve this problem and ask them to just like make a page worth of work yeah. and make that available. I'd pay so much money for that mm-hmm. because we're in this position where like we can't, we have to like have all these conversations and evaluate that. And so, so like, if you had a more portfolio focus, but also ask people to solve things, do things. Yeah. And that could be released when somebody was interested mm-hmm. in your work. You know, how you can respond to a sample project, God, that would be valuable. Yeah. So I would start there. I'd be like, I think the nature of hiring is changing a little bit away from the, the pure resume. You need to see what people are able to do. Yeah, I think that's right. And so, In fact, some of the best people we've hired don't have much of a resume. True. It's just raw talent, right? We've been in positions where we've looked at that portfolio or GitHub or whatever beyond the resume where we couldn't believe that that person with that much work experience had produced what they'd produced. And we had to like, we shifted into validated mode mode, right? Um, because we were so impressed. Sometimes we'll get it uh, or sometimes it's the opposite and we're seeing somebody who doesn't have a public presence, but when they do the sample work, you're like, oh my God, right. they're, they're ready. Exactly. Let's so it's, there's more dimensions to it. So you know what LinkedIn needs, Paul? What? More features. So I think they really appreciate what you're talking that's about. That's the thing. It's got to get stripped down. It's got to no, just that's start. never going to happen. Well, resumes are brutal too, right? Like you try, everyone's been trying to commoditize and structure and create like a data-based resume format. Yeah. As, for, as hirers, is that what you call them? Yeah. 
uh, as employers, we please don't try to turn your resume into a human dashboard. Yeah. Just relax. Don't cram 1,100 words into it, but please don't, like, I've seen metering of, like, personable, four stars. <laughs> you know what? It's a little tough. I've written a lot of recommendations for people for grad school. Uh-huh. And the thing I always like to emphasize, I applied to grad school once. I got in. I didn't go. But the the thing that you need to hear on the other side is this person is ready for this work. And you need to say right. what ready means and what the work is. And if once you do that, everything else is probably fine. It's not what tools you used or if you're good with Adobe Creative Suite. Well, that's it's, what people are looking for. Yeah. I am ready to do the work of a product manager. Right. And in the past, I have done these things. And if you tell those to me, I'm going to be so inclined. Yeah. Here's another gut check. After you're done drafting it, there's that paragraph up top that gives the summary. Mm-hmm. Right. Read it and ask yourself if it sounds like a product. Right. Or a company's service. Right. Game-changing, forward-looking. If it starts to sound like the about page, or if you say that you innovated a process, yeah, things. Be careful that 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 it starts to look. It starts to sound like a marketing brochure, or Mm -hmm. uh, or not human. Well, just point to actual things that are. You know, human beings need to be able to point at real things and say that is something that gets done. Right. You can't ship a process. You can I, implement process to get something done, and that's fine to emphasize. Yeah. But you can't, like, refined process is a terrible thing. I, I do want to disclaim our bias. We're more blue collar. We I don't know, like process much. But, but nobody needs a process refiner. Well, big, some big, huge companies do sometimes they? really want No, I, I they want know. it. They might want it, but it's like, you know, maybe. I, no, what they want is someone to help them figure out how to get X done. And maybe in process is a side effect of that. Okay. I mean, I think I hear what you're saying and I actually agree with you. And I think we've baked that into Postlight's uh, approach. But I do think there are uh, bigger companies where that is viewed as valuable. No, and, and, you're, and you're right. And you're right. Because I'm thinking too, like, I'll back off from that because I'm thinking there is a role for like Scrum Master. Right. Which is essentially process expert. Right. Um, exactly. Who can tell you... How to stand up and sit down when you talk about programming. Okay, you're, there you go again. You're <laughs> mocking it now. But well, you get the point. I get, it. Uh, I get it. It varies. We have a bias, and we it's almost religious. Minimum viable process. Minimum viable. That's nice. Ooh, that's strong. I think we've that used it. Put in, that on the website. We've used that in, in marketing before. Strong. But just like, you know, we have because we are small and our teams are small, people can talk all the time. Yes. You don't have 100 people who need to communicate all the time. You three, Correct. Three to five working on a feature or a product. We've put 10 on a, on a project, but, but even we there still keep it tight. Even there, they're broken into usually, like they're not all working on one discrete feature. No. So there might be some stand-ups, but it's pretty ad hoc. Like People are just talking and checking in code all the time. Yes. As you scale, you need that process. Yeah. I, I didn't want this to be a negative podcast, Paul. <laughs> Oh, I think inside of I love LinkedIn, it. We can't. This is like our third podcast about LinkedIn. We can't stay away. No, but I think this one actually brought brought some substance to it. And I think anyone that's from LinkedIn that's listening, someone that can actually make change happen, uh, you've got a really powerful, impactful service that is just covered with a layer of pork rinds. 
and you can make it better. They're not good. They're not good pork rinds. Not I, like I, that's another podcast. All right, man. All right, all right. Pork rinds are good. All, all right. right. So look, let's let's get out of here. Paul, it's been a pleasure as always. I yeah. think we gave some advice. Do I we want? We, we bitched for fifteen should, minutes. Should we ask people to connect with us on LinkedIn? Uh, uh, actually, if you want to connect with us, we're hello at postlight.com. We'd love to hear from you. Actually, we'd love to hear you if you if you have questions. If you are interested in Postlight in any way, if you'd like work, if you'd like to work here, reach out. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.